Good morning, good afternoon. What's new in adaptive physical education? So I'm really excited to be bringing you the last part of the Campabilities podcast. Uh, as we speak, I just finished Campabilities Texas uh, a few days ago, and I'm leaving in just a few hours to go back home to Michigan to do Campabilities Michigan um, with some of my old colleagues and excited to see everyone, excited to be with the kids. Uh, provide some different activities. In this last episode, if you remember, we were talking about capabilities, what that means to everyone. Uh, we had directors from across the nation. We had Dr. Hagel from Alaska. We had Dr. Lauren Lieberman, the founder and creator from Brockport. We had Kathy Beaver, a, an upstate New York rehabilitation center for the blind. She runs a camp there. Uh, we had Wilma Chestnut from St. Louis who runs a camp. And we have Matt Meskel, who runs a camp for Maryland at the Maryland School for the Blind. So without further ado, take a listen, and I'll be back at the very end. Take care. I'm, I'm blown away with this conversation right now. But, I, you know, recently there was an HBO special. Um, and I know for our camp, I got a lot, like, I had a bunch of people contact me after that. And I before that, I had the same issues that Wilma was having with trying to get kids to our camp and promoting it, but that is not so much the case this year. So I just wanted to know, you know, how that HBO special, which will be on the blog, how that kind of affected your camp. I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, Scott, I, I think we'll really have a good idea after this year's like camp season comes. Uh, for us, and I don't know if it was – it's hard to know if it was because of HBO or because of all the other things that are going on with Campabilities, uh, like the documentary that was made this year or the endless other exciting things that happen each year. But we we typically – in Alaska, we typically struggle to get the 15 volunteers that we need. And this year, we turned away 15 people. So we had double as many volunteers as needed this year, um, which is wonderful. Um but it's hard to know why. So I think that's a question I'm going to have to ask people this year. We do have a bunch of my students coming up, which I'm excited about. I know that personally I got like, I think like four people that emailed me about camp specifically said, I heard about this from the HBO special. I want to be a part of it. Or that, so I had, I had about four people reach out to me with that speci- in specific verbiage about HBO. So I just was wondering if that was kind of happening with some other people, but perhaps Well, not. actually, um, for our camp, um, Judy Bird helped us kind of put a blast out to get the word out about it. A lot of people didn't have HBO, which, which that was a little frustrating. But, um, but what happened is um, Judy Bird went and put this blast out, and got, we got a lot of donations from her spreading the word out, which was good. And now NBC is coming this summer to our camp. So we're going to be on, we're going to be on the Sunday morning today show. I was going to say, for those of you that don't know, Judy Bird is the lady that came up with the beep cake ball, right? Yep. Yep. And then she's got a beep baseball made with a different fabric. It's, it's a light, it's lightweight as compared to those one pound beep balls that we normally use 
if you get hit with one of those one-palm beatballs, they do kind of sting a little bit. So she came up with a different type of fabric for the balls, and they're much lighter, and the smaller kids can play with them. And if they get hit, they're going to bounce right off. So Judy's came up with a couple of good, great ideas yeah. for, uh, for uh, the vision-impaired kids to play with. You know, there, there's this other really cool thing that's going to come out from APH soon. It's a collection of sport courts that are three-dimensional, three-dimensional, uh, three-dimensional tactile maps of different sport yeah. uh, sport areas, and that should be coming out. I, Lauren will know when it's coming out because she's plugged in with these people way more than I am. But these should be coming out soon because they were tested last summer. I just think that the HBO special was a really great way to people that might not know about capabilities otherwise got to know about it. Um, just even our field of APE, APA, we don't get a lot of press sometimes. So just having anything like that is really awesome to have on something like HBO. Um, really fantastic. So, but I was, um, I was hoping that we could end and I kind of was thinking about this while we were talking. We have a really special thing that I believe are at all the camps and it's called Care to Share. Um, which happens at the end of the day of, of each camp. So does anyone want to just just real quick description talk about what that uh, care to share is? And then I thought maybe we could do our own care to share. So what is what is care to share in your camp? Oh, well, I, I, this is Lauren. I can start. I, I, we, we started that because like the kids were so proud of what they did. And a lot of times I wanted them to be able to articulate their accomplishments. So believe you can achieve. So I can say that the, today was the first time I dove off a diving board from a standing dive perpendicular with my hands in first so that I know what I did and I can share that and describe my accomplishment. And so we started saying, hey, who did something they never did before? And so and it just started getting so inspiring and people got so emotional about it. And, and the kids looked forward to it. And, and a lot of the kids tried to do something they never did so they could care to share. You know what I mean? Like, so, so that actually, that was one of the motivational tools we used. And now what we do is we record the care to share and we put it in our newsletter. So the parents can look and say, oh, my daughter's in the blue group. And then they can see, oh, Megan, what did Megan do today that she never did before? So not only do they, they do something they never did, they announce it and then it's in the newsletter. So it's really a nice byproduct of, of camp. And then the other thing that one of our goals this year is to teach advocacy. And I feel like care to share is one way to, you know, it's okay to brag and to, and to be proud of your accomplishments and share that with people and, and talk about socialization. I have kids that have never said anything in front of a group ever. The first time they ever stood up in front of a group was care to share. And then they couldn't get them off the microphone. So it's a good, it's a good experience. This is Matt. I think it's just a good opportunity to, to reflect on the day. And I think we all need to do that more, just everybody. Um, but it allows them to reflect. And, and like Lauren said, it allows them to practice so that they, when they do go home, you know, how many times you ask kids what they did at school that day and they say nothing. Um, you, we don't want our kids at camp saying they didn't do anything. So it gives them the opportunity to rehearse on when somebody says, what did you do at camp today? Well, they've already shared it with a group. So they're more likely to share it with their moms, their dads, their family members, their friends. So they're really promoting what, what they did and what they can do with everybody. Well, I thought maybe impromptu, if we could maybe just try to do our own care to share to end this, I think that would be very fitting for the topic. Um, and maybe we just 
share something that's happened in our camp in the last few years or something that special has happened uh, in creating our camp and just share that and maybe with a, a vision too of how that might how we can try to incorporate that moving forward or using other people's so for me um, something that was really really special for me at my last year's camp um, was that I had uh, two children from two different parents that were adopted in China come to my camp this year and that they were at the same blind orphanage in uh, China and they were adopted by two different parents and they knew each other at the orphanage and at my camp last year was the first time that they had seen each other since they were at the orphanage and it had been like five years. Um, so that was an amazing experience for me to see how camp brought people together um, that hadn't seen each other from thousands and thousands of miles away and had a had a very unique connection in it. That was something that was like very powerful for me. That's a hard story to beat right there. Justin, why don't you talk about Paul? Actually, I do want to talk about Paul, but for a different reason than you, you're thinking. Uh, Paul is a, an ex-camper of ours, and he moved to Missouri. And I would really like to hook him up with Wilma because he now probably he's he's way closer to you than he is to Alaska. So maybe he could. He's now 19 or 20 years old, so he might be able to come out and help out with Campabilities Missouri, as somebody who's been at Campabilities Alaska for. I mean, he, he was there before I was there, and this is my... He's there my first year. Yeah, he's, he's been there, he's been yeah, up there for a long time. Yeah. So, Wilma, at some point, I'd like to try to connect Paul. His name is Paul with you. He's, he's a wonderful kid. Um, but as far as the things that have happened at camp, you know, it, it's been so many years now that a lot of, like, the individual experiences have kind of molded together. Uh, to me now... Um, the, the most important thing or the most meaningful thing is this, this family that we've talked about and growing this Alaska family that we have. Again, nine years going, and we have about 15 people per year that are volunteering. So we're talking about, you know, a good 150 people. And a lot of those people are doing wonderful things, starting other camps and such. And, you know, it's nice to have the feeling that you have a little part in each of them doing really cool things. And and I know I, earlier I was joking around talking about all the wonderful things Matt's doing, and probably like 1% of that can be attributed to his time at Camp Abilities Alaska. And Matt is one of probably 20 people who do amazing things. Like Jenna was just recognized in Illinois as one of their teachers of the year or something of that nature. Um Again, Cody, who is Cody, who's sitting on Matt's couch, he didn't just just get a job at Maryland School for the Blind, but he's also starting a nonprofit organization, and he's 21 years old. He's starting a nonprofit to do transition programming for kids that are blind or visually impaired in Illinois. So he's doing amazing things. I mean, the number of people who I've met through that camp who do fantastic things and have, you know, it's not just the things they do, but the heart that they have and the person that they are. It's it's pretty remarkable. I feel blessed every year meeting the new people who can do these type of things and being associated with those people. It's it's really a nice, uh, really a nice feeling, you know. And just so you know, so you didn't you, you didn't get to everybody with this. How do you get involved thing? Uh, and I think all of us would say Lauren is the person that got us involved. This is how I got involved. You're not going to believe this story, and it's a very long story. So so sit back and get get comfortable. 
So I was a master's student at Brockport. I did my undergrad there as well. Uh, and that's where Lauren uh, is a professor at, distinguished service professor, I believe, which I, I'm sure you realize is more distinguished than a typical professor. But so I was sitting in a class, and and to, to not go into great detail, I was struggling quite a bit with what I was doing with my life at that point. Not kidding. This is not to just blow her head up anymore. This is true story. So I'm sitting in her class, and she's very frustrated with us, which I love when professors get frustrated, and I love getting frustrated myself with students now. But she's very frustrated, and she says something to the effect of, you know, I'm very frustrated with this group. Nobody wants to do anything. You know, we have these wonderful uh, opportunities for you. You can go to this conference down in Fort Worth, and we'll help you get there. Or you could go do an internship at Perkins School for the Blind, and we'll help you get there. Or you can go to Alaska. And I'm sitting in this class, and I'm like, you know, she's she's nuts. What's she talking about? But then I start thinking, you know, I need to start changing what I'm doing. I need to alter my path because my path was going in the wrong direction at that point. Um, and so I went up to her after class, and I was like, listen, I'll just do all those things. Like, just sign me up. I'm ready to start, you know, whatever whatever it is we need to do. And she wasn't kidding. And she, you know, she put me on the path to do all these different things. And I'll tell you what, it really has not stopped. Like, that was a very big changing point in my life in particular. And things have changed dramatically since that point. You know, like, I've been all over the world now doing this type of stuff. And now the most meaningful thing to me, nine years later, because that, that was nine years ago. That's how old we're getting. Uh, the most meaningful thing to me now is doing that for other people and meeting people like having my own students and having them say, you know, I'm interested. And we've got three students going to Matt in Maryland this summer. We've got five more coming up to Alaska. I've probably said that like four times already. But the most meaningful thing now is seeing these students and seeing what happens to them when they go up there and do these type of opportunities. And not just this, but anything in our field, because our field is very insular and we're very passionate people. Introducing people to our field letting them get that bug and then moving on and changing their life. So that's the most meaningful thing to me, the longest care to share ever. I would have yelled at myself if I was directing the camp and my care to share went this long. We, as I said, um, before I lost my sight, when you start thinking about what you want to do, and one of my main things that was on my mind was being a physical education teacher for elementary school. And uh, once I lost my sight, I thought, well, you know, what can I come up with now? And doing this camp abilities has put me in that full circle circle thing because I'm not necessarily teaching the sport, but I'm a part of the sport being the sports being taught to the kids. And I plan to get out there and play a little beat ball with them. I plan to play a little goal ball with them. And just I am probably more excited than the kids would be as far as doing these sports and learning them. And it's just I am extremely excited about our first year for uh, the Campabilities family. My care to share would be that we've had athletes um, at the school who have been participating in camp for quite some time. And just recently, um, USABA came out to do a program, and uh, they were kind enough to accept some of our students in that. And then they recruited some of our students to participate in Youth World uh, Goalball Tournament. And so it was cool to make that connection, bridging that gap, um, from just participating to high-level achievement to where they can take that. And now um, we have many students who are setting up you know, athlete accounts, who are aspiring to be um, Paralympic athletes, who know what it's going to take to get there, and who are saying, yes, this is something that I want to do, and uh, accepting that challenge. So looking forward to 
So where that's going to lead them to. Well, I think it's my turn. This is Lauren. Uh, first, I just want to say I want to share that I am just so proud of everybody on this podcast. You guys just make me proud. I'm so excited for everybody's camps and, and all the great work everybody's doing. It's not just the camp. It's the ripple of what we're doing. And, uh, I don't know if everybody knows this, but Justin and Matt uh, just started the first ever division of sports sports and recreation, physical education, sports and recreation, in our National Vision Association. And so, and Matt's president. And, um, and so, you know, the ripple effect of what everybody's doing is, is just tremendous. I mean, sometimes I don't even know all the things that are going on, like, like seeing Cody there and like knowing that we helped make Cody who he is. I mean, that, that makes me so happy. And, and I went down to, you know, when I went to Utah to the summit, I ended up at a school board meeting where the kids from Utah who went to the Ireland camp abilities were sharing what it meant to them to go to Ireland and experience the Ireland camp abilities. And I had no idea. I mean, I knew that they went, but I had no idea the impact and the meaning it, it meant in their lives. And, and so, um, you know, those are just some things that I'm proud of. And one of the things that's really timely is that one of our former campers who had never heard of the Paralympics or USABA, um, because of camp abilities, she is now going to be on the U.S. Paralympic team. Martha is going to Rio and, uh, and because of camp abilities. And so I'm just really thrilled about that. And um, knowing that Martha is going to be in the Paralympics and representing the U.S. because of camp abilities, and her roommate is another swimmer who did camp abilities Pennsylvania, you know, and how many kids are we influencing and kind of pushing them to achieve their potential and helping them get to that level, whether it's in after-school sports or community sports or, you know, the Paralympics. I have a speaker coming to my camp, and he's the director of the, um, of the Center for Disability Rights in Batavia. You know, and he used to be a camper. Now he's running the disability rights program in Batavia. I mean, these are some great things that hap- are happening because of our camps. All right, and that's it with the Campabilities podcast. So happy that you listened and enjoyed the podcast, or I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, we now, in a few weeks, we're going to have Garth, Dr. Garth Timeson and Rocco Alio on to discuss parent advocacy. We're also going to have a parent on to discuss parent advocacy in APE, and I'm really excited about that topic. Um, as well as if you are interested in a really great conference, I suggest going to the NICPED or the National Consortium for Physical Education for Individuals with Disabilities Conference in Washington, D.C. It's going to be from August 3rd to Friday, August 5th. So check that out if you have time. It's a really great way to collaborate with others. Um, we have a lot of APE teachers and coordinators and higher ed people talking about some really great stuff. So I really suggest taking a look um, if, you, if you're in the area. It's an amazing conference and you'll gain a lot. Until next time, take care.